Welcome to the Lombie Social Experiment Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is episode 302, and I have a co-host, Cindy Contreras, but we all know his Cali Girl Eats. I want to give a shout-out to East of the River Studio. Shout-out to Viva Mascal. We got the engineer, the man, the myth, the legend. We got Mirage, and we're going to start the New Year's right for 2024 in this person that I'm bringing on is a very, very special person, um, special guest, and we have him here, and he is the man of the people. My first guest, the man himself, Raider Tommy. Raider Tommy, what is up, dog? What up, what up, what up, man? Talk what to up, me, talk to me. Man. Thank you, man. Thank you for uh, inviting me out. Uh, first time ever doing a podcast, but I appreciate it. Kelly Girl Eats, thank you. Thank you. Um, I really, I really dig you guys, and uh, yeah, I like what you guys do and all that. So I had to come on. Oh hell yeah! Well, first things <clears> first, <throat> I want to tell you how was your uh, how was your New Year's Eve? It was good, calm, stayed home. <laughs> Get drunk? Yeah. Um, got a little buzz. Well, um, I I wanted to invite you on my podcast because um, I've been following your journey, and you're always there for the people. You're always there for the community, even social media. You put a lot of funny stuff, but also a lot, lot of controversial stuff. But it needs to be addressed. But you've always been there showing people love. And I just want to tell you, making a new friend, because when I first heard of Raider Tommy, Cindy and I, uh, and shout-outs to Alex and the, and the eight people over there that are, you know, eight people in justice, we were trying to do whatever we can to you know, support the street vendors, what was going on, the situations, what the laws were changing in Long Beach. And um, there was people who were there. And when we posted, um, you know, what we were doing, you know, you're the one person that, you know, started following, you know, me and Cindy. And uh, you showed us nothing but love. And uh, you always been there. And uh, there's one thing about you, Raider Tommy, man, it's like you just have that, that genuine love. And I'm just glad and I'm really really anxious because you make a difference in the community and but also you you made a difference in cindy's life because we care about you Mm -hmm. and i really really wanted you to come on because your story needed to be told absolutely thank you thank you yeah man i just try to be there for people i you know i'm all about supporting you know just trying to help people (laughs) i mean i just go on my instagram just let me that person's trying to do this. Let me just share their stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, whatever I support, I might just, you know, I look for the youngsters, you know, try mm-hmm. to help them, share their vendors, you know, Augie Dogs, shout out to them, you know, just, I just try to help people, you know? I know, I, mean, I know, you know, I, I just, know. What about you, Cindy? What, whenever what? I scroll on his page, instantly I feel uplifted. Like, I just see that he supports the Chicano and Chicana community, and it always makes me feel good, and I, I know he takes pride in that, and so... For me, seeing his humor, his videos, his memes, all of that, I know that's what gravitates me to his page. Um, And really what I'm excited about learning today on today's podcast is who is Raider Tommy? What is the man behind Raider Tommy? And what what do you want people to know what you stand for? Mm. I just, I stand for positivity, man. I just, I see all the negative going on, you know, throughout the whole world and even at home, and I just want to be positive. I want to share people. I want to uplift people. I want to help people, you know, because there's too many, too much drama out there. And Big if, time. if there's some way I can help to make it better or help somebody going through whatever they're going through, mm-hmm. I mean, I have my 
things that I've went through, and mm-hmm. I just want to, you know, it's not about clout, it's not about views, it's not about none of that, you know, I just want to help people. And that's the thing I was telling Cindy about uh, earlier today, and I did a video that we reposted, and uh, we need to push our people, what I mean by you people, it means all of us, mm-hmm. to push in the right direction and not push all of us back because there's so much negativity in the world but also with social media what also with these podcast platforms but also with these youtube platforms what are you doing yeah. why are you making a mockery of us and people around the world see they don't have their shit together yeah. and that's what i hate and every year what i do i learn from each other you made a difference she made a difference he made a difference we all need to uplift each other to the right direction to push forward so we can have better lives and we can teach our people the right way what to do and what not to do yeah. i just i hate to see i'm i'm sorry i had to bring this up you know there's a lot of levels a lot of fucking crybabies on youtube and crying about this and these are grown folks these are grown men who are 30 40 50 years old doing all this oh he said this i got receipts blah 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 shut the fuck up work out your differences and move the fuck on yeah i just hate to see that stuff but it needs to be told i mean i got a lot of shit today like why would you gotta say that but it is what it is and a lot of people they don't want reality they don't want truth because it kills their fucking ego yeah yeah it's just too much negative and i mean it's sad to say is our we're our own worst enemy correct you know especially within our people is something somebody's doing something good and right away you got to find a reason why oh he did this he did that oh why did he say this why did he say that yeah like come on you know why why can't we uplift like you said uplift each other help each other you know i've i've had a lot of times where i have my own t-shirt line i do it i share other people's line Mm -hmm. and i'll get a dm like hey why are you sharing their stuff why not you know yeah because ultimately they're gonna buy if they want to buy their shirt they're gonna buy their shirt they want to buy mine they want to buy both yeah you know especially you know within my own people i love to help my own people you know and if i can there's somehow some way that i can help i'm gonna help mm-hmm. i mean there's i mean the last couple of years i've been really down lost my job and all that but um i'm still trying to find a way to help you always do. and i'm gonna try to help within you know my instagram you know that i have a decent page so mm-hmm. i just genuinely want to help i remember i was um i was uh talking to some people and said you think in a way you're going to get a lot of hate but when you push that top that positivity you're going to get a hundred times more hate because you know positivity is like why is he doing this like how you said like why is he wearing your stuff to me i see that as a psyops i see that as more division more divides and all that i'm tired of it i mean i always say this has anyone learned from the fucking covid times when people were being hypocrites i'm gonna better myself i'm gonna be this and they're the same old fucking people and they do it for clout and it's just something raider tommy is just like it's hard it's hard to find real real people and real friends these days because you don't even know if they're real or not or they're just using you or just in a way i hate to say this energy vampires yeah, you just, I mean, um, the truth always comes out. That's the way I look at Correct. it. Correct. I try to be cool with everybody. I respect everybody. I support everybody. But um, <coughs> they fall they fall off their self. I just, you know, just let it go. And eventually, if they're not a real one, they're, you know, their true colors always come out. And that's why, you know, I don't like to get involved with negative stuff, nothing like that. I just stay on the 
stay in my own lane, stay positive, mm-hmm. and the real ones will stick with me and they'll be there. The fake ones will fall off, or yeah. you know, they'll show somehow, some way, they're gonna show their true colors. <laughs> and sometimes they think that they think that we're stupid, that like we don't know, and it's like water on the bridge. We won't mention we talked earlier about a certain audit, but they were like, "Oh, hey, it's, we're cool, right?" Like, no, no not. it's not, because <laughs> you know, cool. once a snake, always a snake. Yeah, you know. But um, I was gonna tell you, um, what's your situation? What's going on in the YouTube world with all this negativity? It's like, is it all for clout? Mm, yeah because I, honestly I, I, so. I honestly i just feel like with all these platforms they're just headhunting american cholo because he's out there being the man of the people he's pushing nothing but positivity and i feel like it's nothing but envy and jealousy and whatever drama we can do to get our numbers up because honestly i feel i know drama and negativity is going to give you a lot more numbers but it comes with repercussions exactly. in the streets exactly. if, if you get caught slipping and that's where a lot of people don't know these things. You have to watch what you say these days because the whole situation what happened with Savage Studio. That he got he said some shit and they someone's gonna him. find him and, yeah. and they blasted him. <clears throat> yeah. And that's why I always tell you, there's people out there I'm not gonna mention, give them clout. You I want the smoke, I want this. Okay, beware what you wish for then. Yeah. There's people it's like who the like genie that. Genie in the bottle. Yeah. yeah what you're it's just like, yeah, I, I, you know, I really fuck with American Solo, and that's why I see, I see, you know, a lot of stuff going on with him. Why? Because he's doing, look at his studio. Look, you know, just, I mean, he, he's doing his thing. So why do you, and then they want to bring up, he's not this, he's not that. To me, we're all, if you're brown, you're brown. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, I don't see no division of this and that. Correct. And, um, yeah, Gil, man, he's a good man. I yeah. mean, he's a good man, and I really fuck with that dude, you know? Yeah. He's I, the man. I mean, the, these last two years that I've been off work, I've really been stuck on the phone and been watching podcasts and all that. And I'll sit there and watch, but there's a lot of negative stuff. And why do you have to bring up negative, especially if it's within our own people, just for numbers? Like, bring up, I, I know negative ne- negative stuff sells, you get views and all that, but I mean, I don't know, keep it to a limit, but some of these guys are just going overboard with all this. Way and, too you know, overboard. And like you said, you better be ready for it. That's why I don't comment back. I don't, I comment, you know, when people are cool or whatever. Cool, cool, On the live chat, American Jello. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Roger. <laughs> I don't get involved and I don't, you know, because I want to go out when I go to an yes. event and be like, hey, this, yeah. that. Just like the uh, toy drive. Like everybody just show love because I show love back. I have, I don't have to worry about any negative shit because i don't do negative you know like the unity for the community yeah like that was, was some... so much love out there like i mean that was awesome like, that was awesome shout out to uh long beach carlos and Camino, so, yes you know they that was a beautiful thing right there to see you know all those d- toys for those kids i mean imagine how yeah. happy they are on christmas oh right? yeah that yeah. was a beautiful that's just thing. something when you have bring up people like that put the egos put the differences aside and just be there for the people that's what it should be like you know Absolutely. seeing everyone together just imagine if there's no hate in this whatever and there's you know seeing us like yo this is what we can do mm-hmm. and i like to see stuff like stuff like that even though commitment soldiers team you guys fucking cheated <laughs> <laughs> slick vic fucking crying like, oh no that's not the score <laughs> and just meeting alex and, and his lady then meeting all, a lot of the people 
Mellow Man Ace was there. Oh, so Groove cool. Shack was there. Yeah. I mean, OG Rome hit a home run MVP. <laughs> and he brought his MVP trophy at the Beer, <laughs> Thug, Beer, Beer Thug Brewery. He's like, yeah. And that's, that's cool. the thing about it's It's all about networking, yeah. you know, and meeting new people. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't know because you never know these days. Who, who's who's your supporter? Like, tell, tell them of the incident we happened over there at uh, Whole Foods. Oh, at Whole Foods. This was really cool. So we went to go get some cranberry juice, right? And I was telling him, I'm like, we don't need to go to Whole Paycheck. We could go somewhere else. He's like, no, no, we're right here. Let's just go in. I said, I need okay. a cranberry juice because I, I have a drug test. <laughs> <laughs> Drink it. Yeah, so he needs to do a drug test. He's like, let's go get some cranberry juice. So we're going up and down the aisles looking at this stuff. And all of a sudden, this guy walks up and he's like, yo, Mega Man. He's like Long Beach Social Experiment podcast, and that happens all the time when we're out in Long Beach. We're okay? on defense mode because, like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, but but you know, I didn't know who this guy was, and mm -hmm. he comes up to us, and I'm I'm used to it now with Steven, so I'm like, okay. But then he turned to me and he goes, "Yo, you're a Cali girl eats," and I said, "What? You know who I am?" And then he's like, "Yeah, I see you on live. You're funny." And then I look at Steven, and he goes, "Welcome to my world." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's a trip. We took a pictures because it the, it's the podcast listeners. You're making a difference. Like when when we we're talking about earlier, like the unity for the community. I was telling the first person I want to see is Raider Tommy. Yeah, Raider oh, yeah. Tommy. That was me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. going back, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah man. She came up and she yeah. said, "Man, there was two people I wanted to see. Yeah, there's two come people. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay, who was it? I'm American like, Cholo and you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh shit! I, I want mean, it. Yeah, see, that's what I do. Yeah. That's what I want. You know, mm -hmm. that's what I want out of everything that I do on Instagram. Because you're making a difference in well, people's lives. I yeah. purchased your T-shirt that said Chicanos Live Matters, and I like the one that you came out with that says Chicano Strut. And I want to know what other labels are you coming out with because I like your clothing brand and it's nice. It like, stands out. It stands out. out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when yeah. when we're out and about, you see people like, "Hey, where'd you get that shirt?" You know, yeah, I get that cool. a lot. I yeah. get that a lot. Um. I was down for two years with, you know, sick and all that. And now it's just starting to come back. So now I'm starting to think, you know, trying to find other other designs. You know, yeah. I think I want to be more of a my shirts are more of a. Um, not a logo, uh, just like a logo, but now I want a picture some. I don't know. I, I just, something that stands out. Yeah, something that really just pops out. You yeah. know, I think so. I have a person who does logos. I'll, I'll reach out to her, but we'll we'll see what's up after the show. But I I really want to get down. Be I I want to know mm -hmm. like where did you grow up at? I was born in Paramount, in the city of Paramount, and I grew up in Downey all mm -hmm. my life. Downey's right? a nice area now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's all it's all coconuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that's Portos. Where, yeah, I that's why Porto. I tell a lot of people, you know, I got an interesting story, but my story is not like everybody else. You know, I didn't. Nah, I mean, we got jammed up by the Downey PD, but not oh, wow. like you know, not like people do in South Central or Huntington Park and stuff like that. But even in Paramount as well. Uh, Paramount, yeah. It's active in those times. Yeah. And this Paramount, is like in the, a little bit more than Downey. And this like, is like in the 80s and the 90s? Yeah. Oh. Especially in the 90s. Um, Downey, they, I get that all the time. Oh, you in the Weddell City. You're in the Weddell City. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, now it's more different, you know? Now yeah. it's mixed. But back in the day, it was basically, you know, majority of uh, white people. But um, it was more calm, you know? Now it's getting a little ruckus here and there, different things. High speed chases come through, but. It was never really crazy back in the day. So that's why I'm saying I didn't live that crazy life. I mean, I hung out with different homies in high school and all that, but mm -hmm. um, I was never, you know, never joined no gangs or anything. But, yeah. you know, it, it was like a calm, 
calm, crazy life. How how was it back then when you're here? Because you were like you were from East Los. No, actually, I grew up in West Covina. So my parents. Um, but you have family in East Coast. I mean, uh, in I East Los. Ha- I have my grandmother who lived across the street from East LA College. So technically, it's considered Monterey Park. And mm. then, um, yeah, and I went to East LA College in LA Trade Tech for fashion. So I grew up where my parents lived in West Covina. And then when I turned 18, my parents sold their house and bought a house in Chino Hills. And when we moved to Chino Hills, it was nothing but farms. And it was like there wasn't what it is today at all. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing. You'd drive for like miles and all you'd see was cows and smell it. You know, mm-hmm. it was gross. But um, they would bus us from Chino Hills to Chino. So I went to Chino High School and I grew up in that area. So um, when my parents, um, when my father passed away, my mom sold the property and then she remarried and then she moved up to Seattle, which is where she lives now. She has. Um, property up there on a ranch and um, I moved back to my grandmother's because I didn't want to live up there I wanted to stay in LA so I told my mom and my cousin you know can I go live with grandma and my grandmother was getting older at the time and my cousin who lived with her um, she was getting married so she said um, you know I was gonna ask if you want to come and live with grandma and I told her it's funny because I had a dream that she had fell she was by herself and so in the dream I wanted you know to be there for my grandmother so I called my cousin and asked her, you know, can you talk to grandma for me and ask her? She's like, well, she's right here. She wants to talk to you. So then I told my grandmother, is it okay if I come and live with you? And she's like, you want to come and live with me? And I said, yeah. And she's like, okay. And then she's like, well, I'll get the room ready. And I said, well, I'm coming now. Cause I mean, you know, you're that age where you just pack up and go. So mm-hmm. I lived with her for eight years and, you know, I'm really proud about that because she taught me quite a bit and I learned a lot from her <clears throat> she lived during, um, the time where there was um, the internment camps, you know. And so um, my grandmother shared a lot with me and learned a lot from her. And um, I'm glad that we didn't have to put her in a home, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. we were able to take care of her. Yeah, like with me growing up, I was I was living in the harbor area, like in Weedmas, you know, Wilmington. And the 80s and 90s were so active. And a lot, I, I get this a lot now. It's like, man, how did you make it? Because the 80s and 90s were so active. And talking about earlier about the conspiracies, you know, with the Bloods and the Crips, you know, pushing drugs into South Central with the whole situation of the movie Kill the Messenger with Gary Webb and finding out that the CIA was pushing the drugs to the Bloods and Crips to kill the nuclear family, to kill the traditional men in the families and just broken homes where sell the drugs and they move on to the next city and finding all that stuff out. And it just... I I had a lot of uh, family members that passed away from from overdose on drugs, and mm-hmm. seeing dead people, I was this is a very fucked up like little story. It's not how it is now where kids stay home on their iPads. We were just mm-hmm. out lollygagging, just running amok and going in the alley, going to get ice cream and seeing two people rape a woman right in front of my eyes. And they looked at me and they said. If you ever talk about this, we know where you live. We'll fucking kill you. And you couldn't do anything about it. It was active everywhere. There was gangs everywhere in Ghost Town and right there on, right before L Street and on Blend. And those times were like, you got to stay on this side. Don't go to the west side and all. But now that we're growing up, a lot of people moved. And it's like, we got to get out of here. And moving to Carson and moving to this area. I learned a lot. But now that we're older, I I, st- I tell Cindy, uh, Raider Tommy, that um, I want to be there for the community. Yeah. And that's where something where a lot of these kids, they have no fathers. 
there's no direction they don't know what to do after school and that's where the, the, a lot of these places need to have afternoon activities and and bring people because Wilmington is is there where there's a lot of youth mm -hmm. there's art there's music there's there's a lot of youth coming we go to the art center and what's nice about it is they're teaching kids how to do chess or they're teaching them how to paint yeah. or if they want to learn musical instruments they have drum sets podcast you know, everything podcasts. yeah you know, and it, it's exciting because it's like, yes, they have Boys and Girls Club, which that's wonderful for them mm -hmm. to have a place to go. But this is an additional place to go. They do movie night or they have ghost story night or, you know, different things that they do for the community. <clears throat> and so we enjoy going down there and hanging out, meeting people and having fun. But, you know, the reason why it's near and dear to Stephen's heart is because that's where his father and his grandfather's from. And that's yeah. where he was raised when he was little. So, you know, I know a lot of people, they like to talk smack and be like, you're not from Olmos. He never said he was from Olmos. His family's from Olmos. And mm -hmm. that's where he has his roots because of his childhood memory of growing up and being there. When I was, when I met, when my mom and my dad split up, Raider Tommy, um, I moved up north to Northern California. When I moved to the city of Modesto, I was homesick because I missed Wilmington. I missed my family. Everyone was leaving because there was so much people getting killed, drive-bys, drugs, infested. But now, and now that I'm, it's all cleaned up and everything, it's not like it used to be, but those times, it, it, I still remember that because a lot of people forget where they come from. Exactly. And I feel like, hey, even though I live in Long Beach, but my heart's still from Wilmington because Wilmington is the heart of the Harbor area. If you can make it out of Wilmington, you can conquer the fucking world. Yeah. that's how i see it as and i I feel like with a lot of these people who are big which another platform you know from that harbor area i don't see him giving back i don't see him doing anything it is not trying to throw shade but the thing is i'm always in that area because i always want to be there to to support the community support the street vendors and the youth that's there. the youth you know? everyone the small businesses <clears throat> the when you're we're young, there you don't have those examples you know i mean my dad passed when i was 16 so I was telling Stephen, you know, my mom worked. She had to continue my dad's business and raising six kids. There's a lot of mouths to feed. So, you know, growing up, I realized there's a lot of things that I didn't learn that I'm learning now as an adult because, you know, I didn't have my father alive. He died, you know, unfortunately. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I have an older sister that unfortunately got hooked on meth and, you know, was in and out of different homes in, in the streets. And I pray for her that, you know, she finds peace and solace. But I know that out of the six of us, you know, five of us, we made it and we're doing okay. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's what I, why I like to go with Steven, because when we go there, you don't know if there's a potential kid or teenage kid or someone that you can help and, and mold and, and guide in any way that maybe you may have needed yeah. or Steven may have yeah. needed or myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's what we do, Raider Tommy, and that's where I always say, I want to follow the right people, and that's why you're one of them. Mm -hmm. Like you're an inspiration. You. It doesn't <clears> matter <throat> who it, the biggest numbers and that it, it, it's it's yeah. it, it's what it's what's in your heart. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you just gotta. That's what I I I want to help the community. I want to just I just want to help. Period. Mm -hmm. You know, but a lot of people that you try to help, like I say, the true colors come out. So you can't. Well, I'm at now, it's kind of like, I hate to be like that, but it's just like, I don't want to push myself to help many people like I used to because a lot of people are doing you dirty, talking about you, they just want to use you, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I do everything from the heart, and 
I don't know. It's just, it's just, just too much drama, too much, too many fakes. I mean, it's just. It's hard. It's just and, hard. And, you know? I, and it's hard because you have to guard that heart because, you know, when, when like how Raider Tommy's giving, you know, does it from the heart, I do it from the heart. That's where the wolves will come out to play. Mm-hmm. They want to see how much I can get get out of him. Then when I'm done with him, I'll go to the next victim. That's mm-hmm. how I see it as. And that's and that's where I learned. And that's why I want to, like you say, like you told me, you got to move different. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about yes. that. And I said, you know, I do. Because um, prior to me getting sick, I didn't have the numbers on Instagram. But I had the name. And everybody was around. They wanted, hey, when I promoted a show, you got backstage, you got this, you got that. Yeah, because we're going to get to that. We're going to get to all that. Okay, yeah, and then just, you know, when I got sick, it was just all of a sudden nobody was around. Yeah. I'm not going to say nobody, but mm-hmm. very few. And then now it's picking up again, and now yeah. DMs are going crazy, and everything's yeah. going crazy, and it's <laughs> like, nah. But see, I'm that's the gonna... thing. When you're going through stuff that kind of brings you to your knees, that's when you see who your circle is. Correct. And I always say that mm-hmm. now, now, I mean, being that I was in the hospital a few times, I've never been to prison, never been to jail, but I guess I've heard it from, be- I heard people say it before, uh, you find out your true friends when you're in jail, prison, oh, yeah. or you're in the hospital. Correct. Yeah, there you go. I mean, sad to say, but yeah, and I, I, yeah, I went through that. You know? How, how was it when, with your upbringing, you know, your trials and tribulation because man you the stories that you told me man you had a crazy ass life yeah i did that my i was raised playing baseball two awesome parents you know they were there for me mm-hmm. they were there for all of us you know but me you know took uh took a different road mm-hmm. you know and just started making wrong choices mm-hmm. and you know now 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 those choices that I've made is now they're affecting my health, and it's just that's another thing of why I wanted to come on. You know, hopefully mm. this, you know, hopefully there is a young yeah. Let's talk about a that. young kid out there listening and just like drugs are not you know not the way. It's gonna affect you in the long run, and um yeah, it's really affecting me now. Well, it's you know everything else, but that's a major part in it. Yeah, is is this something where we're all like you know taught different? And our parents did the best they can, but if 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 it was to be blamed, who do you blame? Not our parents. It's oh, the yeah. government. Yeah. It's Rockefeller. They didn't teach us anything about. Okay, you go to school. Okay, throw you into the real world. Like, see what you're made of. Throw you into the lion's den. That's just how it was. And it. I think with the experience of of the stuff that he's been through, you've been through, I've been through. We just like, okay, this is what I know. We just learn from it. And okay, if it, we fuck up, we take an L. Okay, we'll take that as a lesson that it will never happen again. But it's the experience mm-hmm. that is going to make us more wiser yeah. and more sharper. That's how I see it as. Yeah, sure. Definitely. I, I was going to tell you this. I want to, switching gears, Um, I want to get into music. Man, because I see so like, Dad, Raider Tommy knows yeah, a lot of a people. A lot, lot of people. people. <laughs> like, ladies, man, yeah. over here. <laughs> wow, man, that just, that all came from after when I finally took that different road of changing my life of, you know, getting off drugs. I just, uh, I just tried to find something that can help me, you know, help me out during that journey of trying to change. And that's when, um, I came across uh, Jimmy Reyes, radio DJ. Oh, wow. And, uh, back in Hot 92.3 days, that radio station is gone now, but um, him and his co-host, they would always just, uh, 
that's where I got the name Raider Tommy from, from his partner. Oh, Jimmy Reyes? Uh, Jimmy and Victor. Gotcha. They, you know, they had the morning show and um, called me Raider Tommy. So Raider then, um, Raiders! Yeah, yeah. That's, where, that's where it all started. That's where, Keep the head coach. <laughs> that's where it just went on from there. Just they would uh, Every morning I would be there listening to them, 6 o'clock in the morning, and they would be cracking jokes, the big boy jokes and all that, and it just, just built the name. And then I just reached out one day asking for a favor to his co-host, and he's like, I got you, but um, I need a favor from you. What's the favor? I'm gonna have a toy drive, and uh, we're gonna hit all these cities, and we're gonna be on a, a tour bus, a Gladys Knight's tour bus. Oh wow! And I'm not getting off this tour bus until it's full. So that's right. I want you to roll with me as a, like a security, because I don't know. I'm going to Orange County. I'm going to IE. I'm going to, you know, Culver City, everywhere, and um, just want you to be right there to watch out for me. And I'm like, let's do it. So they had different stops, and every stop, uh, there was an artist there. Um, that's where I met uh, Maxine B. from the Mary Jane Girls. Oh, wow. Um, that's, cool. that's where I met uh, Rudy Salas of Guerra. And then oh, we're going to talk about that group. Yeah, that, you know, just from there, I met Uncle Charlie Wilson at Knott's Berry Farm. And it just went on from there, and some of them just became good friends. Charlie Wilson, the, right. the Gap Band. Yeah. yeah, I've been blessed, you know, to meet a lot of artists. And then and do doing all that it led into uh meeting uh bobby d's father the promoter oh. bobby d's father i started working with him putting flyers uh at different um parking lots of malls and all that and uh, mr duran he had a tv show mr duran yeah um started working with them and then it just led to uh bobby d jr reaching out mike beers of uh la events and then fkoa jimmy owner steven steakhouse and that's where I'm at today. You know? right there in, uh, Commerce. City of Commerce, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's pff, the, who's like the biggest artist you're like, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so nervous to meet this person. Mm, well, I don't think I was nervous, nervous. I was just very excited to finally meet her. Is this my favorite art artist of all time, Barbara Mason? Wow. Oh, wow. And I met her. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Okay. I met her. The first time uh, we were at an event at the Microsoft, and she came through the crowd, and I had they had uh, Bobby D took care of me, and I had front row, so she just walked up, and I was recording her, and she just I was right there by the step where she walked up, and she just put her hand out, and I just helped her up. Oh, uh, cool! You know, so that <laughs> was yeah, yeah, right. He's like, I'm never gonna wash <laughs> this hand again. Then after that, I reached out to her on and on Facebook, and it was that she showed love like if. We were friends for years. She's just, That's you know, awesome. a beautiful woman. So it was just, it was awesome to finally meet her. I mean, it was, I wasn't, how can I say it? It was, um, I, I don't even know how to explain it. That's how, you know, I was just surprised. I mean, that was just one of them that, you know, out of every, you know, I love meeting all these artists, you know, Baby Bash. Baby Bash is always Baby to this Bash. day. Little Rob. Little Rob, no, I had Little Rob, I haven't. Baby Bash, Maxine B from the um, Mary Jane Girls. Have you met John B? John B. I like John, him. John B was real. I like him. He's a cool guy. I'll be sure. I'll be oh. sure. I met him. I got a few pictures with him Keith backstage. Uh, Key Sweat. I um, helped somebody bring him on at the Summer Breeze Festival. We walked him up to the stage. Um, phone died. Didn't get the picture, but I was, you know, I was right there. Like someone, someone on my DM asked, like, ask Raider Tommy this. It was like, what? 
who's like who uh, any you don't have to mention a name if you want and just you know if you if i respect but was there any artist where like man i wish i never met that person that guy was an asshole because mm. there's some people like that no really no they were all every, everybody was pretty cool oh. i mean some you know if you take it as you know them being busy and kind of ignoring you but now they ended up coming back you know around and taking pictures dubsy um have you met lisa 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 Lisa. Wow, that's so Yo, cool. that was my childhood crush. <laughs> Lisa Lisa. I, she was a lot of boys' childhood oh crush. Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah. When she did a video with uh, Lisa Lisa and Full Force, I mean, Full Force is like kid and play. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons why, because you know all the oldies. You're an oldies guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm backstage at the Summer Breeze, I met a kid from Kid and Play. Oh, oh cool. Crisscross. I am. T- oh, hey, I had the pants backwards. I had it. I had it. The, I met Supercat when I was little. Oh, okay. Supercat, he was on Patra, but the, you know John B. I met him. A super nice oh, guy. Yeah. He's he seen good. I mean, yeah. I met him with. That's uh, where the same show. John B. I'll be sure. Color me bad. Oh, oh color me bad. I, I want to sex them. you up. Yeah. That's when the new the swingers uh the uh, the music on with with Teddy Riley with that was that movie New Jack City. Yeah. I was a sophomore yeah. in high school. Yeah. 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 See, that's why I just I love talking about music because now I don't listen to the music now. But someone do, but the eighties and nineties. I mean, like the early two thousands. Like that was music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montel Jordan. Yeah. Bro, this is uh, how we do it. Mm-hmm. Adina Howard. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god so god cool. Dita Howard right. with that booty but that booty picture <laughs> like oh man yeah it's been it's been a nice uh nice uh little trip. safe to say mm. he's seen some good booties <laughs> yeah yeah I saw I noticed that you you uh you had a picture you posted a while back with MC Boncho yeah MC Boncho he's the man he's a legend yeah. a lot of people don't know this that he's one of the pioneers of Chicano rap and a lot of people don't know that because he did a fundraising because to help out one of his friends who I think his daughter was really sick and he wanted to sell CDs and all to raise money to help whatever she needed to, you know, for the hospital and all that. Oh. And he paved the way. And, you know, a lot of people don't know, like the a lot of these artists, musicians and all, they are forgotten. And sometimes when you post stuff or when I know we know a lot of people, we want to make them relevant. You know, like Spanish Fly, Conejo, and all. And that's something where it's like, I can sit down and do another episode with you, and we could talk about fucking music. Yeah. I mean, like, a lot of people just don't know the music, and I, I kind of miss that era of the 90s. Yeah, that's, that was, those were the days. That yeah, was the music, was the you know? What about, like, R&B? Like, you listen to, like, a lot of oldies, like, with R&B? R&B? Yeah, well, Key Sweat and all that. Yeah, Key yeah, Sweat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ro- uh, I met Rome. Oh, um, yeah. He's good. Rome Key was sweat, good. Rome, John B. Mm-hmm. Um, what about with rappers? Like, rappers, like um, Chicano rappers? Chicano rappers. Uh, Major, Canejo. <laughs> uh, Major Loco. Okay. Um, grew up where I played baseball with Little Cuete. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, he okay. played. Um, who else? Major Loco, Little Cuete, um, damn, brain fart. <laughs> um, there's a few of them. Mm-hmm. And there's um, there's always, like, that band you always promote. They're 
the uh what's it called um deras yeah yeah is it like a a full group or is there different types of groups or it's a full group is yeah because so sometimes i see like is it a group because there was an incident um there was some lot of scandals or shady stuff that it wasn't there it was not that group or what was the thing situation where it was like a group but there was like a wannabe one or is that that's not the real group and they were trying to promote like some fake stuff was I, it the one that they did at the swap meet <laughs> the one at the swap meet is that's the real band oh yeah. that's the real band yeah because yeah, there's always like oh this is it but it's not the original members and stuff right. so no, i think the, some the, people were getting scammed or something the, like the one at the swap meet that's the uh, original band mm-hmm. um it uh to not get to do too deep into it but after rudy solace the leader and founder passed away um they they have another group that they're playing but uh, yes uh, yeah okay yeah that that's that's something i was like seeing because i mean they're legends yeah have you ever have you listened, watched or lost uh los bobos los los lobos yeah yeah i got a picture with um what's his name Caesar, uh, I forgot his last name. Caesar from Los Lobos. Mm-hmm. I, I I met him at a, a fundraiser years ago. <coughs> took a picture with him. Caesar Rojas okay. from Los Lobos. Yeah, that's a good band. Did you ever hear the uh, creepy story from that band? No. The original singer from Los Lobos back in the day, he killed his wife. It was yeah. it, over the situation in Turbos Canyon in Whittier. It oh, was uh, yeah. I, never heard that. I heard an episode about it because. Uh, uh, Tony A, he has a podcast called uh, Roy, uh, Freaky Tales Podcast, and he brought this person on called Rick the Creeper and telling all these stories, and they were saying Turbo's Canyon is one of those those creepy stories, and he talked about the story about one of the former uh, lead singers from Los Lobos. Uh, he murdered his wife, oh, wow. and uh, they found the body and, and all that, and they arrested him and all, but I just heard a story of, like, some creepy, like, weird stories when it comes to, like, artists, musicians, when they're not doing, but that was one story I was like, whoa, I didn't know about that, so that's where I think about Los Lobos, Can you think about, like, La Bamba and all that stuff, which, but sometimes there's there's people don't want to open that dark <laughs> door and be like, what the <laughs> fuck is in here? <laughs> Yeah. How how was your how was it, man? Like going partying crazy ass life, because you were telling me like there was a situation where you you got into like some 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 crazy fist fights and everything. Mm. What, what time? <laughs> He's on which one? <laughs> Just I was uh, I mean during during my um my time with uh how would you call it my drug yeah being involved in all that it. It was different fights and all that. Um, I had a um, had an incident at a bar. Um, there was a couple girls at the bar and they're by themselves and they were just being flirty. So I said, "Hey, let me go over there and join it. You know, you know, see what's going on." Um, buying them beers, they were buying me beers, and then um, I was there. I and I showed up to watch football, so I was there early. Mm-hmm. So I was already had it. You know feeling pretty good and then all of a sudden i don't know if there was their husbands or boyfriends or what but some bikers came in and they just walked up and was right there i said oh all right so i went on with my party and whatever um later on i watched the rest of the football games and walked out and uh, all i felt was this from the back they hit me with something just knocked me out and um there was about six or seven of them they just beat the shit out of me. I guess the bartender had to call the 
the cops and um yeah that was that was one of the little my little stories gotta be, adventures or whatever you, you know? got to be careful out there these yeah, days. I, don't, I don't i don't really go to bars anymore no. if i go somewhere it'd be like to a bar and grill like a bigger buffalo wild wings or something but yeah like little little bars i really don't when i was um when i would live in long beach i used to go to fourth street you know like maybe a couple years ago i say about six years ago there's a lot of dive bars you know but they're all closed down because now they're all different hipsters like gentrified dive bars now but like there was some like red room and ferns and v room you know they they was active they would shoot you they would stab you or they would put a roofie or put like some kind of pill you fucking die and they're they're active and sometimes in a way it's like those girls like you were saying earlier you know you can buy them in drinks but you don't know who they're with no. and sometimes in a way they'll use us for you know for buy you know beers and everything and think like hey maybe i got a shot not knowing like hey whatever been we got to deal with like what well, not one i had where's a couple times i me and my cousins we had to, we almost we almost died we yeah. they put guns on us they were gonna kill us the bus it was about 19 people and we were, my cousin fucked up and i was like bro you put us in this in this in this predicament you put us in this 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 spot right here like what are we gonna do but luckily there were some people that we know like hey these people are cool but sometimes in a way you you you, you got to be careful when you go to these diet bars because i mean a fucking women can get you fucking killed yeah. these days they yeah. don't fuck around yeah they don't they could be setups too yeah yeah, I but like you. how you say, like Buffalo Wild Wings, anything like that, I'll go there. But dive bars, yeah, you better bring a crew. Yeah, you can't, can't you can't over, go, I mean, you can't go alone. And that that day, I went with the crew, and um, I just wanted to continue drinking, so I stayed there by myself. And that's when they, <sighs> that's that's where I messed up. Dude, know. that's something where it's like we you know, like me and Cindy, we we just go to breweries, we just go where there's a lot of people, and we go to the 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 places where we're cool. But if we go somewhere like a dive bar or somewhere that's very sketchy, like we're out of here, dude. Because you could just feel the energy. Mm -hmm. You can you feel, feel like, shift. yeah. And there's times where we went to some bars and all of a sudden I said to her, we're out of here. We're not going. The next day, luckily we left because there three people got shot in that bar. Oh, wow. So we're, it's something where it's something's God's watching over us. But again, this is one of the reasons why we move different, yeah. you know, because now you have a name. I have a name when the and the way how we speak, there's someone waiting for us to slip up. Yeah. And it's something where it's like they have nothing to lose. That's that's why I don't really go out too much anymore. I mean if they invite me out to an event, I'll go, you know, support, show my face. But it's not like before it would be like, Where are we going this weekend? What what are we gonna do? You know, stuff like that. But it's not especially with my health and all that, I'm like, you know, I gotta get out, I gotta move around. I wanna support, you know. And Dub and all Chino Mike and all them, Chino Mike yeah. and Dub and stuff because Pir Pirate, all them, you know, mm -hmm. they just they welcome me, so I'm just that's the new group that I'm gonna be supporting. They've shown nothing but love. And Dub's the man. Yeah. I like what he does. And um, there's an event coming up. Uh, yeah, Nationwide's um, presenting it. It's called Back in the Day. That's in what, yeah. April, right? Yeah. yeah. And this will be our first time because I was like, and Dub. Find a find a bit closer, man. That's like we gotta go get a hotel. Yeah. In, well, in Delonto, same, right? Yeah, same here. Um, end of and them pirate and Chino Mike invited me out to that toy drive, mm -hmm. and they told me that day. I don't know if it was that day or maybe a couple of days after. Like uh, we got this one coming up. I'll be ready. They shot me my flyer already, special guest. Mm -hmm. So I said, man, I yeah, go out there. You know? Yeah. And like you brought up earlier, you said Little Rob, I, Little Rob, I haven't met, but um, 
he's gonna be there that day yeah so that's why you know i really want to go but i started thinking already like that's definitely gonna be a day that i gotta get we gotta get a room yeah and yeah nice drive oh yeah yeah drive and uh reached out to me and um he i could kind of tell this was a little personal to him i felt like with Enda, it's like he told me like megan man i want you there i you always come but i feel like i want you there because they're having a podcast booth of all these podcasters and and for for some kind of reason and i was like i want you there i this is the first time ever i do an event like this i I know i've been invited to lowrider show for long beach and other events but this one right here is something where i wanted to to have my event at urban con but i wasn't ready but i was telling cindy like i'll be there for the people and i feel like you know people you know with podcasters are very competitive very like you know, ego driven and all. I'm not about that. You know, like we were, we're, I was end up, he was like, I want you on no matter what. I want you fucking there. Cause there's something about, because a lot of people don't know the reason why me and end up have that relationship. Um, the movie Sam's cry, you know, with Vanessa, he, she gave me some of the people to promote the movie and end up was one of them. He was super genuine, super loyal and he's always there in events, always there for the communities. Because I think you were at the last event. I think Richard from A Flaming Hot Cheetah was there. Yeah. And a lot of other people were there. And that was something I was like, man, I wish I was there. But it's just something to see our people together. But at the same time, the reason why I don't go to a lot of events, and this is sad for me to say this, and I talked to Cindy about this, we have to do our homework a month, a month before. Who's going to be there? Watch out for him. Watch out for her. We don't want problems. We want to be supportive, but it's always going to be someone. It's going to be stubborn, going to be hating. Oh, why is he here? Why is that? Fuck all that shit, man. Come on. Let's have have a good time. But just people, they just fuck it up for everyone else. And that's one of the reasons why I I don't go to a lot of events because people always say, oh, Megan Man this, oh, Megan Man that. The reason why I'm like, the reason why I don't fuck with them because I saw for who you really are. And they're stubborn and they can't move on. And that's one of the reasons why I told end up, I'll do it for you. I don't go to a lot of events, but I'll do it for you because I care. You came on my show. You believe in me. I'll go and do your event at your show over there. It's, just, you know, it's just something I told Cindy about, but it's just, I'm a little nervous. But at the same time, if you're going to be there, she's going to be there. Mom's going to be there. A lot of people are going to be there. Brandy's going to be there. Brandy Lich is going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she got a car back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's what you, again, you, you just want to surround yourself with nothing but good people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. That's why I've just been focused on that. Like you said, I bring it. I'm gonna keep on bringing it up because that's all that goes on in my head is move different. Yeah, I gotta move different. It's just, I, I hate to say it, but I show so many people love, and it's just like I don't do it to get in return. But it's like some don't appreciate it. Some won't even say thank you. I mean, come on, it's a minimum. Like someone does something for me, thank you. Yeah, give credit when credit's due. Absolutely, because that's the thing. I always do. It's like, hey, what you tag me? No matter you don't like me, I'm going to tag you because I don't forget those people. And I always give credit. A lot of people that we know, they don't give credit. It's an ego thing. But I always tag you. Tag Cindy. Tag Mirage. Tag East of the River Studio. Anything I can do because the people are going to, you know, they're going to see like, oh, East of the River. Raider Tommy. Viva. Mirage. Cindy. I'm going to start following these people. Oh, I like what they do. And it spreads awareness and it spreads like wildfire. Mm-hmm. That's how exactly. I see this. Yeah. 
Yeah. And especially, I mean, that's what I try to do too. Also, with these good people, it's just like, like I said earlier, there's times I'll just go on Instagram and I'll be like, oh, homie seems like he's cool. Let me share his stuff. And it's I just to guess. gain to gain friendship to see. But I think sometimes it's fifty just, fifty on that. Sometimes I just go crazy on it, and it's like I shouldn't do so much, you know. Kind of fill them out and then do it. But no, yeah. I'll just go on there. Oh, he has a Michelada business. Let me share it. Let me tag him. Hopefully, it helps him because that's all I want to do: yeah. help, 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 help. We yeah. learn. I learned. Me and Cindy, we learned this the hard way. <clears throat> we follow people, but I know it sucks. We had to clean it out because you can follow people. They seem cool on social media. But sometimes you meet them in public, they could be cool or they could be fucking assholes. Yeah. And I learned Definitely. that though. I learned that shit the hard way. And as it's like, man, I wish it's like, man, never meet your heroes. I'll tell you that. Never meet your heroes. Yeah. It's just something like that. Damn, man. I'm telling you, this Raider Tommy is this. I know you got some stories or some conspiracies, man. Because I know I want you to open up and be like, I want, I want Raider Tommy to let loose. Conspiracies, <laughs> not really. I saw what I been tripping out on your page and all that stuff and like i was saying earlier my brother my brother he's the one that has all those <laughs> me i'm just more like promoting <clears throat> meeting artists having having you know having all those pictures um second to none they became, oh yeah they became uh, gangster d and kk really good you know kk uh gangster d reached out he has a buddy that does um those pills and all that to help, you know, your help. He uh, reached out. Hey, I'm going to send you some, you know, I've had Jose I've had, Torres. Yeah. Jose Torres. I've uh, had a couple people reach out and that's, what's crazy. And that's what I'm tripping out now. The people that I would really think that would be there for me or help me out or whatever, you know, I've helped them out somehow, some way, not too many. And it's crazy how it's the one that's the ones that really have helped out were the ones that I just barely met. Yeah. yeah. I've never ever met them. Yeah, your People strangers are your biggest fans. Yeah, like yeah. it's crazy like that. It's like, man. I mean, well, it's like the guy we met at Whole Foods. Like, I never knew who he was, and he, like, knew my name, and your, he follows your it's, podcast. It's those people and be like, yeah, it was like, very yeah, humbling man. to me. It was and that's cool. the way it was at the toy drive. I yeah. barely walked in, and I'm like, I seen Long Beach Carlos, and I'm like, hey, know each other from the Unity event, and yeah. then just walked in, and I'm like, hey, that's you. Hey, you're the one from the uh, Instagram, right? Yeah. Um, I don't want to say yeah because I don't know what he. Uh, hopefully, it's not somebody that did something yeah. wrong, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, wait, tell me more, tell me more, yeah. you know, before tell I tell me more. So he's like, wait a time, and I'm like, oh yeah, 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 that's me, <clears throat> you know. And man, it was nothing but love, and that's what uh, that's what's giving me the um, that drive. That drive now, yeah. you know, after because it was two hard years. I mean, I just my parents were telling me I just laid on the couch and was just basically at one time my mom said I was turning purple. You know, and oh, wow. it. I went through. You know, I was out in Palm Springs one day or uh, for a weekend with a buddy. He, you need to get out. You know, like I'm gonna rent you a. a um, we're gonna go to a um, place out there in Palm Springs, and I ended up getting sick out there. I couldn't walk. You know, my legs were getting swollen. Couldn't fit in my really fit in my car. Like it was this, and that's when you know everything just came about: congestive heart failure, um, diabetes. Uh, high blood pressure and yeah. just you know it's been it's been a mission and know, and general. that's and that's one of the reasons why tommy like when mm -hmm. i went to go to jose uh torres shout out to him from aslan uh you know yeah uh, remedies remedies we uh, got all of his like pills that he needs they're health pills for like stress or just anxiety or to clean his gut 
and he's been starting it. And I mean, we've had it's our, hard. Yeah, we've had our ups and we've had our downs with it. But you know, around the holiday times, it's really hard to start yeah. something like that. Yeah. So now that we're through the holidays, and you know, he's he's going through um, this little little session of like the detox detox like we're going to start again and then try it but yeah it's it's hard because and this is what jose torres told me and i was like that makes sense you know when you're hungry and you're eating and your stomach is full but your mind says i'm still hungry still it's not your brain telling you you're hungry it's the parasites the parasites oh, wow. are telling you eat we need food 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 and that's when the whole situation we talked about with Dr. Sabi and him and when Jose Torres was a guest on American Cholo and talked about the, the stuff like, I'm going through that. Yeah. He went through eczema. He went th- and it just went away. You have to fast to clean all the process. And we talked about earlier is the, the, the processed food. When you're a baby, when you have infant male, that is the that's the beginning of the processed sugar, mm-hmm. you know, and all the glucose, the mucus. That what it spikes their blood it spikes sugars. Everything. If you clean all that stuff up, you'll be cured of everything. You'll be cured of cancer. You could be cured of AIDS. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we talked about, you know, when the low income people, because there's an overpopulation, we need to decrease the population to be where let's focus on the Latinos, Latinas, and the blacks and everything mm-hmm. and sterilize them. We'll give them free stuff as an experiment. And a lot of the baby food in the infamil, it was the cause of autism. And that's why I'm a big proponent of La Leche League, which is for you to breastfeed. Because for me, I breastfed my daughter. And and the vaccinations. I'll tell you that later. And I made sure that, you know, I pumped. And, you know, when I was working, I was able to pump. But I froze it and then, you know, defrosted and fed her. But um, that's the thing. So I think that young women today really need to look at that and, you know, do that. Because that will help their children with their antibodies. And it'll help them stay healthy as opposed to eating what is basically man-made milk. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's hard to eat stuff because it's all corporations. Mm-hmm. When I found out, it's like, I'm going to start doing some stuff, some research, and I found out like Bragg's apple cider vinegar, it was bought out by Bill Gates. And it, we can't, the water, the, it's, it's plastic. You, it, it's hard to eat stuff these days because you see a lot of obesity. And I used to weigh over 400 pounds. And it's hard, mm-hmm. but the craving is just like, it's up and down. It's like, man, I'm craving a beer. I'm craving food. It's hard, man. Yeah. I, I told Cindy this. I love food more than pussy. <laughs> I, Sam, that's real talk. Well, like my brother, you know, like I said. Like I love the McRib sandwich. He's into, he's into all those conspiracies and different stuff like that. And he was like, I never really seen it like that. And, you know, we talk about different things. And he's like. Because they don't teach us that. It's all Rockefeller school. You need to watch out what you eat and this and that, like you were talking about. And he said, um. Like, food is a drug. Yeah, it is. And people are addicted to it. And yeah. I'm like, wow, I never thought about it that way. You know? it, it's, it's because they don't teach us what's your portions, what, you know, and also with fasting. You know, I want to do this, but it, you got to have that mental, like, you know, when Dr. Sabi is like, I went fasting for 60 days, everything was gone. Yeah. Everything was gone. And that's where Jose said, you have to focus on the gut. We think of our brain, this is our brain, our gut's our brain. How, how do you like that CMOS? I was taking the CMOS. Do you know Frank Nitty? Ah, uh, no. Frank Nitty, he's known in the music industry and all that. CMOS and is good. It gives you a lot of energy. Oh, it gives you yeah. energy. I was That's feeling so much better. Maca root. I was, yeah, I was giving Maka it to root. my mother while well, when I was working because, you know, it's, it, it was like 20 something dollars a bottle, $20 a bottle. Mm-hmm. So I was just buying it every week. And man, I started feeling better. 
My parents said it was good. Uh, my grandmother, she's back then she was about 90. I started feeding it to her. Her swelling in her legs went down. The, the inflammation. Inflammation, yeah. yes. And one day she got up. I like, Grandma, how, you know, how's the CMOS doing? And um, after I seen this, this is when I was like, this stuff's for real, you know? Yeah. Um, she's like, oh, you, know, it's, you know, it's helping me. And then I said, well, you know, get up, you know? She got up, and I go, walk around a little bit. And she just took off walking, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa slow down, you know? <laughs> you know she's 90-something <laughs> years old. Like, yeah. But she felt better, and I'm like, that's awesome. And, you know, I started taking that, but I stopped. But, um, I, like, you brought up Jose. Shout out to Jose. You know, I he was, cares. He gave me the, um, he sent me the two, um, the starter pack. Yeah. Take mm-hmm. me. Um, I'll be going over there to his shop, you know, with my parents. And he's like, let's do it. Let me, let's yeah. put you on that machine. Let's, my mom, um, she's, uh, she had cancer. Uh, she's cancer free. And my dad, you know, he's Congrats. a very, very sick man. So I said, you know, I got to. I'm just about, especially especially if it's my family. I'm about taking care of everybody. So I was like, we're going to go over there. And he's like, bring them, come on down. Yeah. Let me take care of you guys. Let me, you know. When uh, when we went over there, when we did the test, I, I was going through a lot of stress because this is stuff that what I post and what I rabbit holes. I was like, sometimes Cindy has to say, get off your phone. Like, I go down these rabbit holes. Yeah. But he said, I got a remedy for you. It's like drops to calm down your stress, your anxiety. Immediately. Immediately it helped him. In the maca yeah. and everything. It's just, well, that's definitely what it, I got to get. It's the stress. It's the stress in the world. What's going on? Like, well, are we going to die? What the world's going to end? I, I get stressed out like that because this is one of the reasons I can't go back. What I know now is stuck with me forever in my brain. I've seen the real truth of what's going on in the world and what the elites are doing to us. It's depopulation. I get scared. Yeah. See, I, I never really believed in all that, but now that it's I see, true. and now that I see, you know, exactly what they're doing to Alex and, and yes. them. Let's like, talk about that. Yeah. yeah. I had a, I had a talk with, um, she goes by Bonita Falls on Instagram. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, I had a talk with her and she's like, she goes what? hard on the Orange County, the schools over there. Yeah. Oh she's yeah. She's like, you know what? Shouts and to her. She made me really, that's what I'm trying to tell my mother too. Like just different. I try to tell people the stuff that I learned now. I'm like. It's getting very serious now. Like she said, censorship. You know, we we may not believe, uh, not agree with everything Alex does, how he goes about it, mm-hmm. but who agrees with certain people a hundred percent? No, there's something yeah. that you probably don't yeah. agree with me. I don't agree with you on something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that goes in, and that's not a bad thing. No, but his, no. But Alex and Wendy, at their core of what they're doing for the community, is good. And for me, what I love about them is that I see that they are standing up for that person who is trying to provide food to the community and make a business, and they're starting out. And so if you have, you know, government stepping in saying, no, you need to shut this down because, you know, of their laws in their city. The well, city <clears throat> needed us because the COVID times, yeah. no, the restaurants the were restaurants closed were and that pop-ups, and so we, they, had they all reached out to him. <clears throat> yeah. They had all the pop-ups, and so why was it okay for these vendors to be out there feeding people when we were all stuck in homes? Correct. But now, all of a sudden, that we're starting to open up again, COVID is still there. You know, the people are still getting sick, but why are they shutting them down? It's because the, their tax monies. They want to. They want to get money from. Yeah, them. it's all about money. That's what money. it is. It it, it sucks, and <clears throat> I got a. Uh, I, a lot of people say, oh, well, how come you haven't posted anything about Alex? Because I, I, I want to get the full picture of everything. I don't want to jump the gun. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate and I get a lot of love. We, we met Alex. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. The thing is, I have a problem. I know he's out there pushing out what's 
being exposed from the city, mm-hmm. from the from the elites, mm-hmm. from the mayors and everything, and they're making an example out of him. Mm-hmm. And I told him and told some people, I, I, you know, I'm not going to mention who. But to be careful. You need to, to be, be careful safe, yeah. because these um, these sheriffs, these police, they're masons. And they're going to go after them. And uh, I heard rumors of them say, we don't care. We'll bury bodies in the desert. Yeah. And I look out because the IE, they don't fuck around over there. This is not L.A. This yeah. is different. And they don't fuck around over there. So I just, to me, I'm just a little careful because a lot of people are careful. Because if you're going to be posting a certain things, they're going to take you out. Look what happened earlier today. They took the the GoFundMe out. Mm-hmm. They 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 deleted it. Yeah, they deleted it. I mean, they had people that were. You can't. That's the second time they've done that. Second time. Second anything. You can't post because they because the elites control the police. It's like, hey, this one's fucking up our business. So you're gonna let these individuals be racist against us, and we're exposing, and you don't like it, and now you're gonna make an example because he does good for the people. I don't care what people say about him or this, but he's being there for the people and exposing the, the, the corruption and all just like they did to Dr. Sabi, yeah. just like they did to Cesar Chavez, Martin Luther they King. They're going to shut him down. They want to quiet him. And now with social media, the censorship, Oh, this is crazy. And I was telling Cindy, we went to T-Mobile and they want to censor our carrier because they, because now if you say anything about a third party, you know, we're going to find you 500. Second tier, a thousand. Two, t- three tier, two thousand. Fourth one, we let the FBI know that we can't speak anything no more. No. And this is what they're doing. They're everything that you say a thing about Alex, they shut you down. They shut my page down for two days because yeah. I post some stuff about Alex. They were blocking me. I wouldn't be able to write a caption. Um, some of the posts have came down out of nowhere. Oh and yeah, the hash- and the hashtags. Too. And the hashtag only, only in hashtags. And I'm I'm sure oh, they're yeah. listening to it. Oh, they're you, listening. When you're on your phone, yeah. they listen to what you say. I posted a a, a podcast episode with Social Primate. Shouts to him. He had Jaguar Jaguar on. They took my shit down. They they I my page was I couldn't go on my page for a day. They shut it down. They took the episode down. It, it, you can't really say because those eight individuals that are in jail, but I know Jaguar got out, you know, this, they're making an example. And, if, and, and now people are scared. It's like, if you're going to keep on supporting them, we're going to find you and we're going to give you, we're going to get a warrant. You can't really, you can't do anything no more. Yeah. And that's why people are kind of like, we're pushing back. Like, what can you do? And, and now people are like, we're going to go support. But what happens if you go over there and support in the, in, in the IE and over there, Steven, Mega Man, you are under arrest. See, we can't do anything. We can't. I, I had death threats. I can't even go over there. If they do, it's like, oh, him. You support him, arrest him. You can't. You can't really speak your mind anymore. And that's what that's what the Bonita Falls was talking about. She's like, there's a lot of people opening their mouths and saying what they say about him. But you know what? I don't. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he says. But you know what? It's get. It's very scary. And if they're doing this, that it can happen to any of to us any at of any us. time. To so. Any Watch out what you hope for and what you wish for on these, because it could easily be be you next, and it don't have to be what with what say. they're talking about. And if you and you support Palestine, that's where they got him. You cannot because when I go hard on Israel, yeah, they were involved nine eleven. They they fucked this whole country. Yeah, Epstein too. If you go hard on Israel and he's like we're against, and you say free Palestine, they'll 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 see him as a terrorist. Oh yeah, you're doing terrorist acts. 
And that's why in a way it's like, whoa. And that's what what's going on when you hear it's like, oh, he might get 10. They might get 15 years and this. They're trying to put all these bogus charges and stuff. But you were saying earlier, like, there's no, what was the evidence? Like, the whole situation. What, what, what was going on with that earlier today? I just, uh, from what I was reading and, and they were saying, it's like, it's just all, there's no, really no evidence on the, of, of what they're claiming. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, just, I don't know, I guess they're just going off of what a victim, you know, whatever they're saying. So just, I mean, all we can do is just, you know, pray for them and hope that it just all goes well for them. I mean, I'm, I'm going to support them till you know, because he was out there, you know, they were all out there supporting the vendors, you know, they doing were. what people, they were. and that's what pisses me off a lot when I, a lot of people go and say stuff, it's like, me, myself, I haven't really been out there, so I don't really speak too much on it, because I'm not out there on the, how they say, you know, out in the streets and putting in the work, so a lot of these people open their mouth, and it's like, are you out there? I don't see you having, grabbing your your pair and going out there and supporting and helping out these vendors that are getting robbed and all that. So why do you really have your own opinion on it? You know, go out there before you open your mouth and go on those streets and do what Alex and them were doing before you open your mouth. Then you come back and say something, Mm -hmm. you know, but they all want to just run their mouth. And of course you don't agree with whatever, which way, but you know what? He's helping our people. He's helping the street vendors. He's helping, you know, just, you know, doing what they're doing, you know, for the community, helping people out. And who else is going to do that? Because look at if they really shut down all the street vendors and everything and now the economy, how it is. And look at I'll be frank. People are living check by check. Yeah, and it's I mean, like even for Stephen and I, when we go and let's say we want to go out and we don't want to um, spend too much money, we'll we'll go grab some tacos. And it's like, you know, for the boys and us, it's like, OK, 30 bucks, you know, feeding a family of four. And for me as a single mom, it's like there's a certain amount of money I'm making and I'm working. I work full time, but that makes our dollars stretch. So am I going to go to um a place that I'm going to spend a lot of money. When we don't gonna... go to restaurants for what to get us to, to say, oh, oh, restaurants are plays and street vendors. They we, people get sick. No, the restaurants, we get sick from their food because they don't correct their chefs and all that. I'd rather go to a street vendor that we already know. Yeah. And, and I mean, Alex made a good point, too. He's like at restaurants, you know, they go and they have the meat in there. And how, does it all go that same day? No, it sits in there. How many days? Mm-hmm. And then they finally make it. Street vendors is what it, what they buy. They bar the they large know. amount, yeah. and it basically and roughly it goes all that day. Yeah. So it's fresh. It's yeah. fresh. You know, just. I mean, I've always grown up eating from street vendors because that's how my parents would take us. You know, and you know there are times we did get to go to a restaurant, but it was very far and few, especially when you have six kids. Yeah. And she's a food blogger, so, so we want to go to the street vendors go. to show support. Yeah, like, yo, support check out this spot. Hey, they make the best taco, lengua. Oh, they're making, we want to support. Know, tortillas by Almano, and it's fresh, and their salsa's fresh, and, and we want to support Seeing them. the lady make the tortillas, yeah. like, oh, man. So, like, like, we get excited. I love it. It's fun. You know, that's what we're doing, and it's our, our little night out, and we're supporting that family, you know, and promoting their business. So I don't see anything wrong in that. And all of a sudden, you know, because the city's not making tax money off it. Okay, they want to put all these taxes. That's what it boils down to. But, you know, do if you're going to do that, do it reasonably. You know, charge them $100 or something. Not no $5,000. How the heck are they going to come up with $5,000? Look at what um, I believe it is. Fontana. Look at what Fontana's doing. All that money for that company to come in there. What is it? $600,000 or something like that. For an so, officer who makes that kind of money, 
But they well, only they only solved two percent of cases. But that company that they hired is out there to go take them down and all that. Why don't you, if you have, that's what I don't get. Why don't you use that six hundred thousand dollars and help the street vendors Thank you. get what you're saying that they don't have or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. this or mm-hmm. that. It's just it's what it more is than is it's, ca- it's causing more division and it's causing more, you know, legal fees, uh, lawyer fees, and and you know. If they don't have a paid lawyer, then we have to raise money for that. You know? And they're shutting everyone they're shutting down. Everyone Zells, down. Cash apps. Well, what can we do? They need lawyers. Yeah. We're going to pay. I mean, I donated but like see, 200 bucks. And that's a way for them to control. And I, and they refunded me out the back. Like, we don't need it. Like, well, what can we do? They need our help. You know, they've always been there for us. We, let's, and we support, you know, and they're it's just, it's, it's corruption. It's the elites. It's the elites. And, that, and that's what they, they were trying to say. It's like, you guys think it's just... Alex, this I don't agree with this. That no, where's the news? Bigger. Where's where's the news people? They were there supporting. Now they're gone. And shout outs to Evan from Ellie in a minute because I posted that, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Wow, this yeah. motherfucker has balls posting that shit." Yeah, he does. And they don't, and because he's white. Yeah, that's why they didn't come after. They him. didn't come after yeah. him because he is LA. Yeah, because he is LA. And you know what? I'm proud of him because he has a huge platform, and he he posted that. And shout out to him. Um, for for doing that because he he's going to shine yeah he has a big heart and that's he's going to shine you. light um, on Alex and Wendy and hopefully we can get them out and that's what I told his lawyer when we met him at the Conejo concert I'm yes. like I am praying we for thought, you yes we saw him it's yeah. like well, we're going to work on it and stuff and yeah and that, and that's another thing that I trip out on like that's crazy like you're saying he's a white man and he did what he did I see a lot of platforms that are big I see a lot of people that speak of unity you know that are not yeah, because they're doble they're, 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 Yeah, they're not. They're, they're two-faced. They're not using their platform to help these people out. These are our people. These are some people in the community that are helping people out. Yeah. And there's, I'm not going to say no names because, like I said, I don't like drama or whatever. It mm-hmm. blow up more. But there's quite a bit of people that are, they're silent. Yeah. I thought you were for your people. I thought you were Chicano this, Chicano that. You have not said one word. You have not shared. Nobody's saying to go out in the street and do this. We and saw that. a lot of cloud chasers there, and this is the thing. If you have a platform and you have a big following, you're going to find out who really is who's really going to be there in Victorville over there, a lot of people. And it's really sad. You have a big following, but if you have a big following like Raider Tommy, me, or anyone else, we're going to find out who are the ones who are really going to support us. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like people are scared to go because people are scared to get be arrested. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, one of the things that they had in Long Beach is at a park where this guy was being a pervert and he was videotaping little girls at the park. And it was one evening that you and I saw that they were there. um, Alex and his. Yeah. Norwalk. In in Norwalk. And I I told Stephen, let's go. And we were actually on a date that night. And I'm like, he's like, you want to go? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And oh, so that was in Long Beach. It was in Long Beach. Yeah. Park. Yeah. So we drove down there and we went and everyone and came. Everyone came. There was like 60 people there. And we were, you know, we're on public park property. We're able to walk around and we, we were there supporting and, and trying to promote it. And we went live and, you know, and I'm glad that we did. I don't regret that. Because we, we need to look out for our community because, because that could have been my daughter playing. A lot know, of chomos now. A lot of chomos, and the cops are not doing anything. What can you do? I believe in street justice. Yeah. And well, yeah. I remember being a little girl where I, we grew up in West Covina, and me and my friends were there, and there was a boy, a, probably a teenage boy. He was wearing a trench coat, and he came, and he flashed us. And me and my girlfriends were, you know, we were probably in third grade, and we were scared. We're like, what the hell was that? Like, what is going on? We got on our bikes and rode our bikes home, and we went to my brother and Johnny Hunter and Bobby Mooney. 
Johnny Hunter's father was the, um, he was the, what do they call it, watch commander at Alhambra. But we lived in West Covina, right there by St. Martha's Church. And my brother and Johnny and Bobby Mooney grabbed a baseball bat and they went down to that park and they beat that guy's ass. And I'm glad they did because he had no business showing third graders his, you know, his private parts. So that day that you said, hey, they're there, it, like it triggered that memory. I'm like, let's go. Because let's we, go. we need to know where these people are because now with the laws are changing now, it's easy access for chomos and predators to do what they want to do. And this is one of the reasons why with these auditors or with Alex or a lot of them, they're exposing like the elites of what they're doing in the cities, in our community, the street vendors, but also the with the pedophiles. I cannot stand pedophiles. And this is going to be my job this year to expose these people in Long Beach because we have a problem. Yeah. We have a fetal we have a fentanyl problem and we have a chomo problem. Yeah. And I do, do not agree, I don't like I don't like it. And I I shout out to Long Beach Audit. Yeah. And he exposed all that stuff and even with the CC unit. That's what I was going to say. And, and that and I was going to say with his stuff they shut my shit down yeah. for a week. With Long I, I can't Beach post Audit, anything. <laughs> and there was that post that he had posted Stephen showed me. And when he showed me he says, "Look, there's a Tommy's that we go to and across the street is Port City. And that was the video where they went and approached this guy and he was a chomo. And Stephen goes, does this look familiar? And I looked at it and it, it took me like a moment to process it. And I said, wait a minute, that's the Tommy burger that we go to. That's the bar we were just at. Like in we Long were there Beach, with Brandy Downtown is it's it's not a lot of Long Beach. <laughs> you on downtown scary. and also on 7th Street, Redondo, because you got to know when you go to 7th Street, going to 4th Street, going down, there's a lot of white people, hipsters and all, but there, I know there's LGBT and all that, and they're hitting out there, but then there's a lot of people be like, yo, you do this type of shit? Yeah. Yo, you're going to get exposed. But yeah. sometimes back in the day with no social media, oh, that homie got killed or got his ass kicked. Yeah. You can't do that no more. It's like, oh, I have rights and shit. Well, do something about it because people are scared to go to jail. If you're a chum you're in, you're in jail, oh, you're dead. Oh, yeah. dead man walking right there. There was the guy at that grocery store, and he said he was going there to buy fruit. And then Long Beach Auto went up to him and said, where's your fruit? Like, I caught you. Like, I, I saw you. Dude. I got the DMs. Was you that the one, though? I think he was a longshoreman. Well, I don't know about that one. It was one inside of a liquor store, I think. It was. Yeah. yeah. They're coming out of the woodwork. They're just coming out of the woodworks, and that's one of your pages. This is one of the reasons why I like your page, because you get more f numbers, but at the same time, there's been some videos that you post and it's, it's related to Long Beach. And, and I'm from Long Beach. And I'm going to be there for the community. So I would repost like, yo, people, better watch out. We'll be hearing this, you know, because. Because we're looking. It's, we're it's looking. We're like, looking after everyone. You know in the neighborhood when they have like the signs. Neighborhood it, watch. Neighborhood yeah. watch. Well, that's what I like about Instagram. Because guess what? We could be the neighborhood watch. You know, we're, we're watching to pay attention to what's going on to our youth. Because I'm not going to let that happen to the children in, in, you know, our community. I don't want that. What, what what what's your opinion on that because i know with with a lot of chomos like they're just everywhere it's just like fuck it's like it makes it kind of hard to kind of make friends because i don't know what your two intentions but at the same time you might have to do background checks on people yeah that's that's all the stuff that i'm really seeing that's why i'm posting it a lot i've never really growing up didn't really know of I knew it was out there, but it's just it's out there way more than I thought it was. And it's big just, time. I never seen like, it. I mean, to see all those people that they're catching, it's like, man, was I next to him in the liquor store? Yeah. Was I go to the market? You know, was it you know, 
Daenerys uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. The you... situation would happen at UrbanCon. Oh, yeah. With... Okay, so Stephen, yeah. he had a podcast that he was um, doing with um, Annette from... Um, Meet Me at Midnight. Meet Me at Midnight. Podcast. And she had um, a guest that was on her, her platform. And he had the, the mystery machine. Yeah, there the was Scooby a Scooby-Doo Doo van. van. Okay. So while Brendy was doing her photo shoot and I went with my girlfriend, he went to go to the podcast. And one of the guys that was there as a guest... Was he was staring at girls, and he was little girls, at little girls, creepy. He would do a podcast like, and he did the podcast like, like and creepy. in the podcast as he's talking, he was making comments like really weird comments, um, saying like, "There's oh, a lot of what, love stains in here," and what kind of candy would you use to lure someone in? It, like just very off-putting comments that he was saying, and then that Wednesday, I think it was that I was working. I worked at 8 a.m. and I went to work and, you know, six o'clock in the morning, ABC, the picture was on the news. So I'm walking to work and all of a sudden Steven DMs me, look, look what's going on. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? You know? And then I, it triggered me. It triggered my childhood of like seeing that guy at the park. And I started crying. I was like freaking out. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, like, Delete it. Delete everything. Anything that's on your page in, re- in relation to this person. It went viral, but it. now, like, with, like, people are going ballistic. The people that we know, Raider Tommy, they were deleting anything with them because it was messing up their image and, and their bank accounts. what was so scary is that I grew up in Chino. I grew up in Chino Hills. I mean, my parents had a house there. So, like, this guy is from there. And I'm like, holy cow. Like, I have friends and family that still live there. So, I'm freaking out. And then I had to go and open the store, of course. And, um... I was really happy that Royal came to check on me because I was like, what the hell? Like, it was scary. But, um, you know, people, you, you just don't know. They show you one side of, of who they yeah, are. Man. You think they're trustworthy, and no, they're not. It's know? crazy. Right, it is crazy. Uh, have you ever had incidents like that with people you're like, oh, fuck. I was like, I'll stay away from you. Mm, not, like, personally, but just that I know maybe around, you know, on Instagram or whatever, it's just like, yeah. unfollow, unfollow. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I've just... Now I'm just even, even with the people clout chasing, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, I've dealt with people doing my shirts. I've gotten confronted at the swap meeting about somebody I was working with. You know, nothing too serious, but it was like just stealing designs and stuff like that. I do not want to, I didn't go this far to build a name and be to respected to, to have somebody that's just going to mess it up like that. Correct. Absolutely. I don't, I, that's not what I want. No. I want to walk into that event. I want to walk into that whatever it is and just feel the love. I mean, even if it's not no love, just, hey, what's up? You know, that's yeah. not like, hey, you know, so-and-so, and you got to stop hanging around with him because he's this and he's that. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I want everything to be smooth on everything I do. You know, I don't. I don't yeah. like I don't like negative. I don't like I don't like any of that. Yeah, yeah we deal with that every yeah. day. We had a part ways with some major people. I was like, yeah. dude. It's well, because like, well, the thing is, is at the end of the day, what are they doing for you, for your family? And then do you have to protect yourself from them because it could potentially hurt your family? Down those the road. Are, those are the two questions that I ask myself because Stephen has taught me to move differently. And the other thing is, is, you know, like I said, I only have 300 followers. I mean, I'm not a big food blogger. I'm just, this is my recreation. It's for fun. When people come at me in the DMs and they ask me questions about him, oh my God, that that infuriates me. Yeah. Because it's like, if you want to know, ask him. Mm. 
Call him, DM him. What are you asking me for? I had people on my DMs ask like me, that. hey, what's Raider Tommy all about? Well, ask really? him. Ask him. Yeah. yeah. I don't like how that is like a, um, I guess in their mind, they think it's okay because they see that I'm spending time with Steven to ask me questions about him that they're afraid to ask. Like, he's a grown-ass man. Ask yeah. him. You know, and don't, and don't think that I'm going to betray him because that's how I see it is betray him by, okay, like, no, no, no. Don't do that. Like, because then you're putting me in a There was people position. that we knew that were super cool, and they go in the DMs, and, and they tell her, hey, so you want to fuck? You ain't going to find out. Crazy. It's, it's, it's social media. They think, like, they're slick about it, and when you screenshot, it's like, What's you fucked up. What's crazy is there's other podcasters that he listens to or whatnot mm -hmm. that they'll, like, add me, and then they'll be like, yo, what's up? And I'm like, who is this person? Because I don't know all of the podcast world. I mean, I know Stevens because I mm -hmm. listened to his. I knew Driss through his because I listened to his. You know, there's a couple other that I listened to. Um, but then I immediately I show him. I'm like, do you know this person? And he's like, yeah, I know that guy. What? Why? And I'm like, look what he wrote. And then he's like, oh, okay, he goes, just just leave it like that. I'm like, well, what do I say? He's like, don't say anything. Just leave, leave him on red. I'm like, all right. But it's kind of awkward because I'm like, wait a minute, he's supposed to be a friend or a these people are very are, are very slicky, yeah, very and and that's why I said don't read it because what they'll do we say it, they they want to give us a bait, yeah. And I bet you get a lot of people they say let's see if Raider Tommy takes the bait, and they screenshot like oh look and they draw, man you got to be careful these days, yeah. You, and you know I just and that's why when I went from seventy five hundred all the way down to two hundred it's like, this is who I'm gonna fuck with. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's and now I'm starting to go through my page and like clean it up because it's like there's people that I don't even really they don't like my stuff I don't necessarily like them but why am I following them? I just that's the problem them. when you follow people. Why am I following you for? What <laughs> What are you making a difference? Who are you? Are you making a difference in my life? Am I learning? Am I learning something? Yeah, I'm not learning that, anything. At the end of the day, that's what just matters to cl me. Wow, cloudy. It's like yo, calm the. Should I say his name? <laughs> mm, he was there at Victorville, but yeah, let it go. That's let it go. <laughs> yeah, it's something where it's like, okay, that's a little bit too yeah. like, because the thing is, if you knew Alex, you knew everything, and you're really there supporting, mm -hmm. being there, yeah. being arrested, going e to the every events, going all the events, everything, awesome. you're yeah. there. Then, then I okay, then it'll be different. But yeah. if you're just doing it, you're just doing it for numbers, yeah. and I just don't want to see. Cloudy hoppers. I like to call them cloudy hoppers. They hop to this event, hop to this, hop to this. Any they can do to get their numbers up. Those people to me is very sad. They will, they will die for the clout. If they jump off and I get a million views, I, I did it for the clout. It's just, it's really sad. And, and this is the thing I told her. Has anyone learned from that, that, that documentary on Netflix called Social Dilemma? And it tells you all about it. And it's like, wow. Your phone is reading everything. When you talk about it, oh, puppies. Oh, I, I was talking about puppies earlier or this. It's just people are addicted to, to, to the cloud. And the I realized. The day he told me, before you come home, when you get off of work, swing by and go pick up some wipes. And I'm thinking, like, toilet wipes, Clorox wipes. What kind of wipes are we talking here? All of a sudden, he, he told me, it's a kind of clean kitchen. I'm like, okay. So all of a sudden, I get off work and I go on my Instagram really quick as I'm walking to my car. And what's the ad? Clorox wipes. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I had that on um, on Facebook. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the? <laughs> like they're oh. listening to me and they're listening to him. 
and they knew I needed Clorox yeah. wipes. When I started Not seeing that, wipes. that's when I started getting scared. Like, yeah, what? yeah. Wow. It, it's reading you. It's reading. It's reading your algorithm. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It it's crazy. like fuck. My my algorithm is always like puppies and butterflies. I'm like, I guess I like puppies and butterflies. <laughs> imagine <laughs> if like... a girl. Imagine if a, uh, there was a husband and wife, and the wife was looking at her husband, and it's like, what's up? with you looking at all this like uh, two men kissing? Ew. And you're like, and you're like, why, why? What wait, wait. I don't want to judge people. <laughs> Because if they're into that, that's on them. But I don't want to see that if I'm with someone. And then it, it, it's, it, we're living Yikes. in we're living in crazy times. It's 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 all weird. What do you think about now that the the social media world, but also in reality, it, it's it's is it changing for the best or is it changing for the worst? Because I think it's going for the worst. I think everything's going for the worst. Mm -hmm. That's why I want to be. <clears throat> that's why I want to just want to stick with positive. I mean, the world is scary out there and just people online are just making it worse you know there's enough going on already yeah. then you want to be negative just like i try to push the black and brown unity i i mean asians like yeah. i mean we got to be there for each other you know asians with I attitudes get, yeah, yeah 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 asians with attitudes they're they're really good you know they, they're always ch checking in on instagram and all that but like brie uh revolution on televised like mm -hmm. he's real Met the homie. The, so cool. yeah. Niners, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's crazy. I get a lot of dumb comments on my stuff when I post it. I mean, second to none. Two black brothers that, you know, show a lot of love. Like, we got to, we go through the same stuff. So why, I mean, why, why be divided? We if need you to cut be us, united. we're all going to bleed the same. So and, it's and, like, we have to be that. We have to be there as brothers and sisters because we are. Yeah. And just like a Long Beach Carlos event, man. I love that thing. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for another one. Like, mm -hmm. man, just to go out there and, and like, I think he brought it up. Like, different neighborhoods were out there and yeah. there was not one problem. You had, no, had, had Mallow Man Ace go out there. You had Cece from K Day go out there. It was awesome. like a beautiful, the vendors, you know, everything went good. Everybody played, you know, whoever played American Solo. And that's what I trip out on. His too. events are different. Yeah, like it's I've out never North. I never been to one event, but I, a I, lot I, I of people go. go a lot of people, even that he had an event for the handball. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to go to that one, the Venice, because I played. No, no one knows this. Megan knows how to play handball. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it just I mean, that's what I want to be around. I want to be positive, unity, stuff like that. No. You know that drama. Uh, yeah, I that's keep on bringing it up. It's just like there's enough drama in the world to keep on. Making more, yeah. You know, yeah. Why can't we just show love? You know, help each other out. Like, hey, you got a t-shirt line, you got a clothing line. Like, yeah, man. Let me help you out a little bit. Let me this, that. You know. And 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 also, it's it's the communication. There's a lot of people that lack of communication. We need to communicate. You know, when I always communicate with Rachel, I think this is what I'm gonna do. Like everything, you got to communicate. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you could you got to be very selective of what type of events you're gonna go mm -hmm. because there there will be problems mm -hmm. with some of these events. And I. That's why Cindy and I, we just, we're very picky of what events to go. We don't do it for views, costs, and numbers. We do it to network, but we do it to just be there for the community. Like when we go to events like East East LA Film Festival mm -hmm, and all. That was fun. Yeah, I didn't know Conejo was like three, three. Uh, he was <laughs> Wait, like behind I me, was three steps behind me. I was so excited because I knew that um, Sonia was going to be there. And Have you met, have you met Conejo? No. Oh, super he's, nice. He's reached super out nice a couple guy. times. Super uh, nice guy. Inviting out to his event. His but, music um, is so good. Like yeah, his man. performance. He's one of them that I used to. I, I back in the nineties, I was going hard on Chicano rap. I mean, all of them. Conejo. Who's your top five? 
<laughs> he went. <laughs> 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 he made the noises that Steven I makes. A, I have a lot of them. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, they're almost this all right there, but uh, you could put you could put it uh, uh, not in order. You could put random. If if back in the days is crazy. I'm back in the day. It was I I bumped San, uh, San Diego rappers, <sighs> Shadow, Little Rob, um, Night Owl. I was hard when I had all the night. Rest in peace. Stuff, you know? Rest in peace. But um, I they're all of them, you know. I I think I. Who's I yours, Steven? My top five mm-hmm. for Chicano rap. I would have to say Spanish Fly is up there because uh, they started. Yeah, they, they were definitely in there too. Spanish Fly. I hit up. A, I post sometimes, and he reacts to my post. His dad's, yeah. Das, yeah. Oh yeah, I would say Spanish Fly, um, Canejo. Um. Slow pain. Yeah. Slow Rest pain in peace. Yeah. He was a baseball coach. Yeah. For he, Al Rancho. Yeah, he was good. Like a good coach. Uh, slow pain. I would have to say maybe ALT. You know, I mean, Kid Frost, but it just really depends. But, I mean, Little Rob's up there. I mean. There was uh, one. He, rest in peace. Uh, uh, Wreck. Wicked Minds. Oh. I had, I had, you know, I was able to hang out with him. For for a, a pool party that they had, and I haven't heard that name really, in a while. Oh, he passed away. Yeah, Brownside. Brownside. Yeah. Yeah, Toker. Pretty much everybody, you know. I supported all of them, like I support now. You know, just everybody. What about the music now? It's like it's it, it, I mean, everyone's popping off. You know, it's just it, man. It's it's it, it. I know it's a lot. It's oversaturated, but it's like I have. It's it's a lot. I mean, yeah, I see a lot of. There's a lot of um. Upcoming and different. I mean, King Little G. King Little, yeah. Definitely. But they're taking it to the next level, you know. But the only thing I only have a problem with player music on radio stations like Power One Hundred Six and all that. But they won't. They won't. I mean, back in the days when I used to listen to it, uh, Pocos Pero Locos. But they don't is because we get nowhere because they're always hating on each other. Like, why can't you support each the other? The blockout like, podcast, you know, with uh, ODM from Lighter Shade of Brown. I'm so happy he brought his, his his podcast, but he would bring like a lot of these upcoming you know rappers coming on. But we need our own station to get the word out there because if not, we're just gonna go by YouTube and social media and all that. But when it comes to corporations, Power 106 and a lot of the other uh, pl- you know, radio stations, they play the music 30 times a fucking day. The same old same shit. Same old shit over and over again. Yeah. Yep. I, I just get tired of it. Yeah, and it's, 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 set, it's set up like that. Because I knew during that time when this I got my name and all that with Hot 92.3, I knew the music director and it was just like... What about the Baker Boys? Because they were playing some music back then. Back then? When I, they were in Power 106. Yeah. I knew a that little was bit. Richard Humpty Vision time. Yeah. Oh, I listened, but I wasn't too too much with them. It was just like uh, when Hot ninety two three came around, old, uh, old school uh, Hot ninety two three with them and all that. That's when I started really getting into radio. I was always, you know, tapes and all that. But when they came around that station, for some reason, that station just they played all the music. You know, well, my mom, my mom raised me. She was always cleaning every Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Pine Chicano, Al Chicano. <laughs> Wake up at five o'clock with what's that smell? Fabuloso. Get your ass up. Fabuloso and chorizo <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, breakfast and yeah. The oldies blasting. blasting yeah, was, I used to watch the, the box. Remember the box back in the day? You, it was a cable show back, but the box had all the music. You dial the number, 
you pick the song that you want and they will play it for you oh. but for it would it would it would charge per song was like back then it was like 299 that's almost like damn that's like 976 <laughs> <laughs> those were the good old times man Whoa. do you miss the good old times like reminisce he's like man i wish they bring this back man the retro days because i know retro's in now I, I just wish everything would go back to the way it, i mean the only craziness was back in the days in the 90s it was really active but other yeah. than that people were outside people were I remember on my bike going down the street, there was like a empty lot and we made it into like a little uh, dirt bike, dirt bike, uh, obstacle course. We always want to be a BMX bike guy. Yeah. <laughs> I had a mongoose. Oh, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> you had a mongoose. Well, I didn't. My brother did. So, but we always, you know, chrome. Like, yeah. Fucking those, those mongoose. The, yeah, right. Those back in the day, those were the days, man. Everybody was just out there, you know. No social media. No social media. Yeah. You had to play until the lights came on, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, even not to talk about people, like look at right here on my uh, Instagram live, Polyglocks, the party line. Mm-hmm. Party yeah, line. Yeah, the party, the party line. line. Yo. Oh. Yo. Steven got in trouble for calling the party line. <laughs> I got in trouble. Hey, I'm going to tell Sucio. you. It's Sucio. But I'm telling you, those party lines will get you killed. But if you like, man, this girl sounds hot on the phone, be like, oh, Hi, baby. fuck. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew how to that do my That was a catfish voice. back then. That, 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 that happened to me and my homie one time. Well, it happened to him. He was like, "Hey, I got two chicks. We're gonna go. We're gonna meet her at the at, at, the, at mall, the Circle K, Cerritos Mall." Oh, oh, oh shit! Ours was Bunny Hills in front of the, the convention park. Fine, listen, that we went. Fuck we yeah! Like, oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> we're gonna watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. And then there was one time we were on the party line, hey, talking to this girl. Yeah, come down. Where you at, Downey? Right, this and that. And I was at my homie's house. And we're right there, and she's like, yeah, I'm right here. And I'm like, where? <laughs> she's like, right here on this street. And I'm like, where? And these apartments, blue. And I said, like, outside. So I was like, look out your window. She looked out her window, and I was like, oh, it was a chick right across the street in an apartment. And I was like, what? That was, there was a lot of catfishes back yeah, then. Was, a lot of catfishes. But that was, I mean, I guess it was Good old times, you know. I miss those times, man. It's like if it's like, man, I need to. We need to go find some girls. Go, go get some girls in the party line, or even the house parties, the rave parties. I was a girl at the rave party. <laughs> go, go dancers they had the and cruise. all that. The the party, the party cruise. cruise. Remember the hats? Yeah, the mirage right Shout there by the, the ninety one. Yeah, yeah. The hop. Yeah, I remember hop. that yeah. shit. Man. I remember the back backyard party. Red onion, green onion. With big old speakers. Fucking crazy horse. Rest in peace. All the cougars. Yeah. The fox. It was Fox Fire over there in Yerba Linda. If you want to go hook up with a cougar. I don't know. (laughs) There was a lot of, there's West Covina was popping. We went to Black Angus a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Whittier, too. There was a lot of clubs and bars. In in Whittier? Yeah. There was some. Well, we went, because Jimmy and them were there. I went to uh, the Lakewood Hop a lot. Oh, the Hop. You know who used to own that? The Righteous Brothers. Oh, really? Yeah, they owned it. And, Super nice people. Trip out on this, not too many. Like I said, there was going to be some things that came out. And I don't think really nobody knows this, but um, I used to work at St. Francis Hospital, and mm-hmm. there was a security guard there. He was from Florence, uh, Marcos, and um, he had a side gig, and he was like, hey, you want to make some extra money? Yeah. He goes, well, I'm a director, head of security at a club. Well, what club? Uh, the Conga Room. Oh. But back in the days... When it was right there in Miracle Mile, mm-hmm. man, I did a lot of shows, man. Um, right there, it was those were the days. Just stand in the front, you know, you know, doing security. Just they would hire me just to stand there. They said, "Put your arms like this," and just 
that makes people think twice when they're gonna, you know, do something. Oh, they see how wow. big people are, and I was like, wow. Oh wow. But then I would go in there, the green room, Warren G, smoking. Then um, Slum Village. Good. They're they're uh, good. There we go. Um, I did. I would just stand in front of the stage. Man, girls would do whatever just to try to get up there. Oh, here it is. Touch my leg. <laughs> Touch my beepy. Get cochino. Oh, they they would. There was a car. I had that a couple times. Yeah, no lie. I love fucking stories, man. This story, I'm story all, time. I'm all, don't tell us. Wait, tell us. <laughs> One time I was drunk. I was young. I went to Alex's bar, and my friends were all having a birthday party. And this happened around, I think I was in my early 20s, or I say early 20s. And this Mexican girl, I was drunk as fuck. This Mexican girl was like, hey, I've been checking you from afar. I was fucked up. And I said, you checking me from afar? You're checking me from afar? I said, yeah. And she got him and said, yeah, what's up? And I said, well, how come you haven't grabbed my cock? And she grabbed it, made out. Wait, she asked you that? Yeah, no, I. <laughs> she's like, I've been staring you from afar. And I said, oh, really? And that's what I told her. I said, well, how come you haven't grabbed my cock? And she grabbed it. There? At Alex's bar? Yeah, and was kissing her. And then all of a sudden, I got so drunk, I fell down. Oh, shit. I, I, I got blacked out. Oh, yeah. What happened after that? I don't know. Is when I blacked <laughs> out, my peripheral saw the girl grab my cock. And she's like, la, 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 like, like skipping, like, weirdo. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's some weird stories like I have. Well, when we do a part two, we're gonna we're gonna do some story times. I had one at the Lakewood Hop. We're sitting there. She came to the VIP area and she's sitting there. We're talking, you know, loud music. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She just. Oh, she oh, grabbed it. Fuck yeah, like, oh, mama, <laughs> mama. I need some cookies with that. Like P Diddy, I want I want that Cambodian breast milk. <laughs> I just, man, they surprised the shit out of me in front of everybody in the club. I was like, whoa. Damn. I guess she, I guess she had, you know, she had enough in her to be able to do that. I was like, oh. Yo, she I'm grabbed my head and she just. Damn, <laughs> Chi-Chi, like, I think you need milk. I got thirsty. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's so many stories, but oh um, I just, we're almost at that end. And uh, Raider Tommy. I want I want you back. We got to do a part oh, two. Oh, definitely. There's a lot. There's a lot more. You know. I feel like we just scratched the surface. Yeah. But uh, I just want to say, uh, Raider Tommy, thank you for coming on the Long Beach Social Experiment podcast. Thank you for it, it, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was an honor. And uh, do you have any last words or any shout outs? Last words is uh, you know the main reason I really wanted to come out here is you know to just so uh, give out some positive vibes and just tell people you know. Drugs, man. Drugs, drugs will affect you in the long run. You know, yeah. they 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 told me that in the hospital, my choice of drug, you know, affected my heart. You know, and what I'm going through. And another thing, man, if you're feeling something with your body, just go get checked. Because I was doing oh, yeah. that a lot. Mm -hmm. I was doing that a lot where I was feeling my heart going like this, and I'll just be like, oh fuck, something's happening. I'm having a heart attack, and then I'll just be like, oh, I'll just go to sleep. Let me just hurry up and go to sleep. You know, I'll be all right. I'd wake up in the morning, and I'd feel all right. But you know. When your body's telling you something, you need to take, you know, you need to take action, you know, because I've had close calls, you know, I was getting to where I was getting to, and luckily, you know, I made it out, getting better, you know, water's backing up, my heart not pumping right, you know, my legs splitting open out of nowhere, you know, water just leaking out, you know, just like, just take care of your health, you know, yeah. go out there, but, um, yeah, that's just the main reason, we can talk more about that on the next one. Mm -hmm. But just shout outs, man. Shout outs just um my parents for thank you for being there for me. You know, my mom's the one that went and, and, and stuck her head out there to you know, to get me out of where I was getting she went to the house oh, where wow. I was getting high to pull me pull oh, me out. Wow. Yeah. So she's a, she's a she's a, 
she's a big part of me my 18 years being clean um congrats man just crazy like shout out to pirate like we said you know mike and um mm-hmm. no more front do- uh no more locked doors and and end of man they've just like i said it's just the people you don't really know like you and cindy man you guys showed me a lot of love and it's like yeah man i don't know where it's like wow you know because we and, care we believe in and you. end of man he's been pirates been reaching out they text me left and right i've never had that before i got homies you know they text me but it's like i don't know if we take each other for granted or what but these these guys man they've been showing like you guys it's like just it it's crazy to have the love that you guys are giving like i've never had and that and constant you know hey i get a text every morning you yeah. know end dub hit me up hey man just that i got you covered this and you're just like wow we got you, you. Know? and that's yeah. why i tell mm-hmm. them like I don't support people and I don't share things or do whatever to get in return, but it always feels good when it comes back in of return, course. you know? Of course. But I yeah. never, and I tell people a lot, uh, Michi Express, shout out to Homeboy. I told him, you know, I didn't do it for that. He comes, when he goes his route, comes to Downey, he kicks me down. And it's like, no, bro, you know, I'm doing it because I see you hustling. And, you know, in the long run, when I'm out there doing my thing, I hope you share, you know, my thing, you know, pushing my, you know, whatever this and that so no it's not you don't have to give me nothing in return this and that but all it is is a simple thank you you know because that's the way i say at, at, at minimal minimum you know like a lot of people do when they do stuff for me i don't have a lot to give i'm not working i lost my job due to the health issues but somehow some way i'll give it back and even just a thank you. Somebody shares my stuff. Thank you. God has a plan for you. That's all. That's, that's right. all it is. That's it's all we can say. You. God you has have a plan purpose for you, and that's why you're here. Yeah, I, and and this is me and Cindy. We believe in you, mm-hmm. and you're gonna fucking do it. You're gonna fucking make it. I'm proud of you, and and having you on my show, it's an honor. Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's. it's I I feel it. I feel. Like I said, you know, I you're went, somebody. I, I went through. I went through a lot. I don't see like a lot of people tell me that, but I I, I don't want you know, like I said, none of that. I don't want in my head i want to continue to be we're humble yeah the farthest i'll take it is on raider time you know yeah, i like the name the name has built i built the name you know a lot of people always in my dms telling me stuff this and that you know giving me encouragement and that's the farthest i don't want a lot of people say hey man you do this you're that <laughs> you're famous no yeah. myself you know when you yeah. be yourself everything yeah you know comes up you know that's what's up and uh where can everyone follow you at they can follow me Basically, I have Instagram that they took me down with um, yeah. the Alex situation on yeah. TikTok. They shut mm-hmm. me down. Uh, Instagram underscore Raider Tommy underscore uh, Facebook. They're doing the same thing. I don't know who reported me, but they got me on there. But um, mm-hmm. basically Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Well, shout outs to you, uh, Cindy. Do you have any last words or any shout outs? No, I just want to thank Raider Tommy for opening up to us and sharing his story because I think, um, you know, his transparency is going to help others, you know, and. It's going to um, be able to uplift people, you know, and just keep going. God has purpose for you. And where can everyone follow you at? Follow me at Cali Girl Eats. Um, it's Cali, C-A-L-I dot Girl Eats and, on Instagram. And you can follow the Long Beach Social Experiment podcast. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Please uh, leave some stars on Spotify. Uh, shout outs to Mirage for holding it down, engineering. Uh, shout outs to Viva. I want to be invited to the baby shower. You know, mm-hmm. East of the River Studio. Get him some Tommy gear. And uh, once again, Raider Tommy, thank you for coming on the Lombi Social Experiment Podcast. Thank you, man. Thank you for the invite. Um, when you're ready to do the next one, I'm ready. I'll let you know. We're out, guys. Late. Later. Woo. That was a good one.